Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach. Lion of Judah, the God of Israel, Defender of Zion. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah Radio Broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently, we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview, and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. Would you pray with me, please? Avinu Malkeinu, our Father and our King. We thank you and praise you for this day. We thank you, Lord, that you have placed us in this country where we have freedom. And we ask you, Lord, to pour out your Spirit on us and this country, Lord. We pray for those who are in the caravans coming up to our border, Lord, that you would give our officials the right way to handle this situation. We pray, O Lord, for the families and the loved ones of those who were gunned down in Pittsburgh and for that sense of anti-Semitism that has come out. But, Lord, we pray in the name of Yeshua that what the enemy means for bad, you would turn it to good. Lord, we pray, Father, for the elections. And we ask, O oh Lord, that you would just put in the heart of all the voters the right people to vote for. And we pray this in the name of Yeshua. We also pray for ourselves, Lord. Well, let's pray for Israel first, Lord. We pray for Israel. We pray for the people who are rioting on the Gaza coast area. or the, and, and, Lord, we pray for these um, devices that they're sending over to Israel that's causing fires, that they would have no ability to cause those fires. And we come against all uh, fighting that is being done now. And we pray for peace in the Middle East in the name of Yeshua. And Father, we pray for ourselves that we would react well to everything that is going on in this world, that we would not allow ourselves to get um, out of sorts and angry 
but we would go to prayer and see you handle all these things because you are sovereign, Lord. We love you, praise you, and honor you. In the name of Yeshua, amen. Tough week, huh? Tough couple weeks. So I guess the timing is right. We've been talking about prayer. It's hard not to blame and point fingers at someone or some group for what is going on in our country. However, God reminds us in Ephesians 6, verse 10, it says, Finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you are able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, and against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. That's what last week's and this week's teaching was all about. So you can hear this and other past messages at heartofmessiah.org. You know, remember last Saturday night we had a wonderful benefit dinner for One for Israel? If you would like to support a great ministry in Israel that brings the good news to both Jew and Arab, either go to their website, oneforisrael.org, or call Karen at 813-831-5673, and we will forward your gift to them. Also remember to ask your pastor if one of our rabbis could come and visit your church and speak on various scriptural items, including sharing with Jewish people uh, or God's appointed times, the importance of the Hebrew scriptures, and... Uh, so let me let me start out this this time that we have today with reiterating a quote from last week's program. If you'll remember, this is a quote from President Ronald Reagan at his California gubernatorial inauguration speech on January 5th, 1967. Oh my goodness, right? <laughs> Freedom is a fragile thing and is never more than one generation away from extinction. It is not ours by inheritance. It must be fought for and defended constantly by each generation, for it comes only once to a people. Those who have known freedom and then lost it have never known it again. And for this reason, I would ask you this week to pray and to vote. Let us also repeat the scripture that seems to be the basis for how we are to look at past, present, and future difficult situations in our country. Second Chronicles, starting with uh, chapter 7, verse 14. When my people, over whom my name is called, humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their evil ways, then I will hear from heaven, will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to the prayer offered in this place. For now I have chosen and consecrated this house, so that my name may be there forever. My eyes and my heart shall be there perpetually. 
and I believe through our faith in Yeshua, we are that place, that house that's been consecrated to him, and his heart will be with us perpetually and forever. So last week we were talking about the biblical basics on praying for our nation, so I'm going to continue on. Uh, Our nation has clearly violated many of God's moral standards, and so the Bible gives us examples of individual believers who who were uh, convicted over those sins of of the nation and, and confessed those sins to God. So Nehemiah prayed this in Nehemiah 1, 5 through um, 7. He said, Adonai, God of heaven, the great and awesome God who keeps the covenant and loving kindness with those who love him and keep his mitzvot or his commandments, please let your ear be attentive and your eyes open to hear the prayer of your servant that I am praying before you today, both day and night, on behalf of your servants, B'nai Yisrael. I am confessing the sins of B'nai Yisrael, that we have sinned against you. Yes, I and my ancestral house have sinned. We have acted very corruptly against you. We have not kept our commandments, the statutes, nor the rulings that you commanded your servant Moses. So we see that this is a theme uh, throughout uh, biblical history and certainly a theme throughout our more modern-day history. And when the ancient nation of Judah was returning to the Lord, they prayed in Nehemiah 9, 16, and 17, but they, our ancestors, became arrogant. They stiffened their neck and did not obey your mitzvot. They refused to obey and did not remember your wonders that you did among them. Instead, they became a stiff-necked people. And in their rebellion appointed a leader in order to return to their bondage. But you are a God of forgiveness, merciful and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love. Therefore, you did not abandon them. Well, God commands us to pray for all men everywhere and especially for our national leaders with the overarching goal of peace freedom, and salvation. We see this in 1 Timothy 2, 1 through 4, where it says, first of all, I urge that requests, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made known on behalf of all people for kings and all who are in authority so we may live a peaceful and quiet life in all godliness and respectfulness. And it goes on. From there, and and look, the Holy Scriptures teaches that Satan binds the hearts and blinds the mind of the lost, and that we should pray for their release from that bondage. We see that in Second Timothy two twenty five and twenty six. Let him give guidance and humility to those who are in opposition. Perhaps God may grant them a change of mind, leading to the knowledge of truth then they may regain their senses and escape the devil's snare in which they had been held captive by him to do his will. And certainly we see that Yeshua taught 
Uh, we see in Matthew 5:44 to love our enemies and pray for those who persecute us. So the Bible teaches also that we shouldn't be anxious. We see all these crazy things going on, but we should not be anxious. And we see that in Philippians 4, 6, and 7, where it says, be anxious for nothing, but in prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So in light of these truths from God's Word, let us look at areas to consider for prayer. And, you know, I would start out with repentance and confession of sin. And when we start our praying, we should pray, I believe, for ourselves first. So personal prayers. And and uh, that's really important. We want to be right with God when we are praying. So first of all, bring to mind any sins in our lives and in our heart. So Lord, do that so that we can be clean before you. And Father, we want to confess those sins that we have had against you, Lord. And and now that you've brought them to mind, we pray for forgiveness and we pray for cleansing. Right? And and so we want to be clean before the Lord. Agree with God about specific sins. You know, if there are sins that you need to confess, if not just general sins, but our heart has to be right before the Lord before we really start praying. Also, I believe the next thing we really should be praying for are the body of believers. You know, we have to be deep in repentance and return to the Lord. There has to be this sense in the body of believers that uh, of humility and repentance. We can't pray for others to do this if we are not doing this. So let's be real and transparent. We need to pray for congregational leaders that they would be courageous and wise and faithful in their proclamation of the good news and their counsel to the various people. And finally, I think... (laughs) This is so important. We need to pray for unity. Don't you agree that you are tired of all the people judging one another and 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 snapping at one another and the rhetoric that's going on? First of all, we need to desire unity. Then we need to be proactive and intentional that our words would encourage people and bring unity. We have so many opportunities to be nasty. And unfortunately, we take way too many of them. But God is calling us to be an encouragement, to bring people together. So those are some things to pray for about the body of believers. And obviously, we want to see salvations. So we pray that each one of our congregations, both inside and outside our congregations, we would see daily and weekly salvations, people coming to you, Lord. So then we should pray for our nation. And what, what would we confess and repent because our nation has sinned? Well, the first one is obviously abortion. I think it's somewhere up to 70 million babies have been aborted since, uh, I think it's 73. 
I mean, that's that's a travesty. And I know my Jewish brethren get angry when I call it a holocaust, but it's a holocaust. And I won't back away from it. It's something that we've allowed to happen, just like we allowed the Jewish people to die in concentration camps. We are now allowing babies to die in women's wombs. It's, it's awful. Secondly, we need to repent for the sexual immorality that is common in entertainment and so many relationships that we know of. And, and the fact that we are tolerant and promoting even sexual perversion. So we repent of those things. We repent uh, for um, just our lack of trusting you, Lord, based on our physical, economic, and national security and everything. And Lord, we repent for our our disregard of your what you call marriage to be and family living. Uh, we're not we're not involved in your standards any long longer. And so I cry out to you, Lord, for forgiveness. We need to, then once we finish repenting, we need to start praying and declaring scriptures and, and praying for our leaders and, and praying for the election that is going to be finished this Tuesday, right? And look, I I know the tendency is to pray for the Republicans or the Democrats, but I really think we need to pray for God's will and for his sovereign will to be in our lives and, and, and our, the life of our nation. He knows what's best for us. And so I believe that we need to pray strongly for elections. And what I pray is just that people who get in will want biblical values, biblical values. Now, I pray for President Trump every day. So I'm going to give you the 10 things that I pray for, for President Trump. You ready? And you can pray this, obviously, for anybody, but especially in government. Number one, have a Damascus Road experience and spiritual growth. Number two, hear from God concerning all decisions. Three. Receive physical, emotional, and spiritual protection. Four, walk in humility and repentance with strength and courage. I probably pray this one and the next one more than anything because this is what I believe our country needs for the president to walk in humility and repentance, still being strong and courageous. And number five, be an encourager, bring healing and unity to our nation in order to stop the polarization, the rhetoric. These are things that I think everybody can pray for. Number six, be anointed to choose the right people for all appointments. So important. Number seven, that President Trump should always champion freedom for all, and especially religious freedom. Number eight, bless and support Israel. Be a partner 
and a defender and a friend of Israel. Number nine, have godly wisdom concerning our domestic issues, especially giving hope and opportunity to the poor and the disenfranchised. It's another one that I have deep in my heart that I like to pray often. And number 10, have godly wisdom concerning all international affairs. So these are some of the things, well, these are the things that I pray for President Trump every single day. For advisors and cabinet members, I do pray for their spiritual growth and and protection and certainly the advice they give to the president and to keep them safe physically and uh, certainly the senators and representatives, oh, I pray for their desire to have unity and civility. Uh, It has gotten to be so difficult to even listen to them and without their hearts being one with the Lord to really desire his will and and forget all these partisan politics things, uh, we need to pray for our senators and our representatives that, that they will hear from the Lord and, and really desire to do the right things. I pray for our military and first responders— They put their lives on the line every day for us, and I don't think they get the appreciation that they should. In fact, one of our ministries in our congregation is at least once a month, maybe more often, to go and give lunch to police people at uh, their locations. And so uh, we bring to, you know, 30, 40 policemen a month at different locations just and, and then we pray over them and let them know that we care about them, we believe in what they're doing, and, and we support them. So we want to encourage them because I don't know that they have a whole lot of encouragement, right? And we pray for our nation that we would— that people would be convicted of their sin and, and they'd soften their hearts and make themselves open to the Lord and, and you know, that we want to be released from the oppression of, of Hasatan, of Satan, and, and we want to see a harvest of souls in our countries and bring revival to the hearts and lives of our people and, and come against physical attacks and give a spirit of patience and calm throughout the land. <laughs> Certainly we need that. And we need to pray for the body of believers that we truly would represent the Lord well in every regard and, and, and really preach the good news. We need to pray for Israel as, uh, and, and, and all the stuff that they're not reporting, but it's going on day after day. They're, they're, in a sense, under attack, and we need to pray for their government. We need to pray for the Messianic movement in Israel. We need to pray for the world of Islam, that they would come to know the Lord. And we need to pray for our enemies, whoever they are, whether it's ISIS or Taliban or Hamas, Hezbollah, you know, for the spiritual blindness to be listed. Uh, I, I'm sorry, for, for the spiritual blindness to be lifted from their eyes. Yeah. Well, look, if, if you'd like a list of the things that I've been praying for, certainly call Karen. We'll email it out to you at 813-831-5673. You can hear past messages at heartofmessiah.org. 
We'd love to come out to your church. Call Karen at 813-831-5673. We love for you to visit our congregations. We love visitors. Go to our congregational website, shereshtheved.org. Check us out on Facebook Live, Friday night, 730, Saturday, 11, or watch our services from our archives. Look, I pray that you will grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let's close in prayer. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel.